0: In the morning. Recently widowed Karen Tunney and her two daughters, Sarah and Emma, moved to a remote mountain home which Karen has inherited from the family of her late husband. However, she is unaware that the home is situated near an old mine, the site of an early 20th century tragedy in which many children were buried alive. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B Movie B-Movie Bros.
1: RVB Movies to the best of our ability.
0: Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. And here we are, uh, continuing on Killer Kids Month. Uh, oh, the, what a time of year. You know, it's the, the 2006 film Wicked Little Things. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. Now, let's, let's start with the top. What's good about this movie? See so what we can find good about it. So, for me, Number three, this movie takes place in Pennsylvania. Hey, that's where I'm from. That's pretty cool. Always (laughs) nice to see good old PA being represented in films.
1: Hell yeah, and it's not a George Romero film either, so hey, you know. Number two,
0: this film has its very own you're doomed guy. His name is Hanks, and he's pretty awesome. He lives in a cabin in the middle of the woods, smears blood on people's doors, and shoots zombie children in the face with a shotgun.
1: Like any old... Creepy dude shred. And that's Hanks with an S for some reason.
0: I th- it might be his surname.
1: You Still. Know. Hanks with an
0: S. I-, I feel like maybe he's like Jeremiah or like some other like crazy, crazy mountain folk name.
1: He sold propanes and
0: propanes accessories. And number one, these kids, they surely are wicked little things and they don't fuck around. They kill people without mercy or remorse in the most brutal of ways. Then they eat them. Unless you're kin. Then they leave you
1: alone. Hell yeah. They're more badass than the ones from um, Beware, Kill at Play, that's for sure. Well, I mean, they didn't do certain things those kids did, but I I feel the film was better because of that. So could you find anything good in this film, Paul? Um, I managed to find a few things. Um, Number three, killer kids killing people is kind of cool, I guess. They are pretty vicious little tykes, too, um, unless they saw blood in your door, which... At that point, they just kind of retreat looking all dejected like trick-or-treaters who just came across the one house in the town that gives out apples or rulers instead of candy. Number two, there weren't any characters that I particularly hated. I didn't really like any of them either, but I didn't really hate them, so that's a plus, kind of, except for Carlton but he was a character that you're obviously supposed to hate so when he inevitably gets killed it's like ah, oh, he got his and we're it's okay because he's unlikable in every way you know the, the typical character
0: yeah, he, he is a textbook dick in this film
1: if you look up dick in a dictionary you'd find a, a picture penis. Of him next to a penis <laughs> maybe like with a penis I don't know they, they never really touch upon that part number one the creepy fall atmosphere of this movie with the fog and the changing leaves really painted a nice image. The horror aesthetics were all there. Visually, this movie was really good, and that's definitely the best part of the film.
0: You have to say, I mean, there
1: is nothing like seeing
0: a visualization of uh, Pennsylvania Woods in the middle of the night. Uh, you know, it, it, it is beautiful, it's stunning, um, and how they lit it up just makes it all the more kind of creepy and fitting to the movie.
1: Wait, even the daytime um, scenes with the orange and brown leaves and like the fog and everything, it was really beautiful. Really, it kind of made me wish I was like going hiking instead of watching this film.
0: On that note, I guess we need to talk about what uh, the bottom three, what was bad about this film. Number three, they constantly talk about this dead father or husband, but you know, they never explain what happened to him. Like, they'll, tr- they'll get like closer to it, like, oh. Were you close with your dad? Yeah, I was. Oh, how did he die? Smash in the window, pull you out, eat your fucking face off. Come on
1: now, I want to know what happened. Especially considering that he's, he's the tie to the house. They inherited the house because he died, and some of the kids, you look at their last name, they have the same last name as the dad, so they really should have touched upon that. I think they just kind of forgot after a while. It was uh, kind of dumb.
0: Number two, every character in this film is one-dimensional and could easily have been replaced by a serial mascot to give the film more personality. I mean, instead of having the mom, you could have had, like, Toucan Sam raising Tony the Tiger and the Smacks Frog.
1: That would have been a much better movie than this.
0: You know? I'd watch that movie. Instead of Zombie Kids, you could have had, like... You fucking snap, crackle, pop, and whatever else your bones do when you get out of bed in the morning, like, running through the woods trying to kill people.
1: You know what they would have called that movie? What? Serial
0: killers. (laughs) Number one. With a kill count of only seven, the group of literally dozens of zombie ghost children could have done a whole lot better. I mean, come on, you had dozens of killer zombie ghost children and only seven people died throughout the film it was definitely not enough killing
1: i like how more kids just kind of kept appearing like at first there's like five of them and there's like 18 of them and there's like 50 of them like like, where
0: are all these kids coming from the, the whole movie starts with like five kids getting trapped in an elevator in a mine and then yeah as as the movie goes on like oh there's five of them oh there's like Eight of them. Oh, there's like 37 of them. Like,
1: they, they made friends with all the dead kids from other towns and just <laughs> kind of brought him along. <laughs> they visited Lavender Town. Number three. The setup for this movie is incredibly contrived and obnoxiously derivative. There's a town in middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, that's haunted by fill-in-blank due to their shady past. Family moves into shitty town in the middle of nowhere for reasons and has to survive the haunted whatever the fuck. I mean, this is so by the numbers, it was really ridiculous. They, they got the, uh, the killer children version of ad-libs. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Like, they're, I feel like at, in the boardroom they're just like rolling dice, like, alright, there's killer kids in a town in the fall, mining. Alright, number two, there really aren't that many murders or killings throughout the majority of the film. The killer kids were, for some reason, deterred by blood, like I said earlier. Some kind of weird honor code they had. I don't know, it was really vague, but they just didn't really do much. I mean, when they did, it was kind of cool, but a lot of the like more vicious stuff seemed to be off screen. It was kind of obnoxious, especially considering this is like one of those after-dark films they're supposed to be the scariest films of the year. Oh man, you're supposed to be terrified. You're not going to be able to sleep. Well, I'll, I'll sleep fine. Maybe regretting my life decision to watch this film, at if anything. Paul,
0: don't, don't believe everything you see in the trailers before the
1: movie. So number one, everything in this movie is unbelievably predictable. And I mean everything. At one point, Corey and I were just trying to predict exactly what was going to happen. It's like, oh, he's going to pop up here. It's a fake out. But watch, he's going to die now. Oh, there's well, then one of the kids is going to pop up right now. Here it is. There it is. three, two, one. And we were right, I think like 99% of the time.
0: And as much as I remember about shitty movies that my wife like is like, how do you remember stuff like that when I can't remember this? And I'm like, I don't know. I did not remember exactly what happened in this movie 11 years ago when i watched it the first time like i was actually just like predicting this time
1: if you want to like believe you're psychic then maybe watch this film that could be one of the um positive aspects of it but yeah that, that's my bottom three
0: normally uh you know because we haven't really mentioned it uh we, we normally give movies our, our good old-fashioned quote war. War. however uh the, the dialogue in this film is is quite mediocre A lot of it's in context, too, so it's... And a lot of it is, like,
1: there's names in the middle of sentences, like,
0: Where are you, Emma? I'm looking for you!
1: Yeah, a lot of it's, like, part of a conversation, so it's, like, unless you have both parts of it, it just doesn't make any sense. Come on, Hanks, open the door! Let Carlton in, or I'm gonna fucking kill you! For some reason, they should've... I mean, they should've let the fucker die.
0: So, in light of that... Let's just give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 5 out of 10. You know, wicked little things. So, child miners were trapped in an explosion, killed and cursed to walk the earth at night, seeking vengeance for their untimely demise. If that doesn't spell cliche, I don't know what does. If only the film had more nonsensical cliches, it would have had humor on its side. Instead, we just get darkness and kids painted white wearing early 20th century peasant attire. Their brutal murderings of teenagers is satisfying, but the old blood-on-the-door trick has been old ever since Charlton Heston played Moses. So, no points for creativity in this film.
1: Ever since Moses played Moses? (laughs) Like
0: most of the After Dark Horror Fest films, this is just, you know, a mediocre, you know run-of-the-mill horror movie that Happened to get released by them. But at least I now know where Hit Girl acquired her unquenchable thirst for blood and violence, and it wasn't from Nicolas Cage.
1: Unfortunately. So, Wicked Little Things is a film about an old mining town in the middle of nowhere with an unfortunate infestation of zombie ghost children. A recently widowed woman and her two daughters move into an old house near the town and are confronted by aforementioned zombie ghost children. Events play out exactly as you'd expect them to, if you've seen any horror film, or can just think logically. There's nothing interesting or original about Wicked Little Things. It honestly should have just been called generic horror film, in how formulaic it was. Events just kind of happen as the story just plays out. The film looks really nice, taking place in the fall, the horror aesthetics are are all there. Unfortunately, that's the only thing this film really has going for it. Instead of watching Wicked Little Things, what you should do is just try to think of what would happen in this film as generically as possible. Turn off your imagination and just predict what would have happened in this film. And odds are you'd be right. Or you'd come up with a more interesting version of Wicked Little Things, which is a very distinct possibility. You know, I think the
0: perfect serial mascot version of Hank's would probably be Captain Crunch. Like, he's that grizzled old man. He's kind of psychotic. I, I can kind of see that.
1: I mean, going at the whole, like, serial killers thing. I mean, if you can wear a Reagan mask and go around, like, killing people, I guess you can dress up as, like, serial mascots. How, how's the idea not have? It probably that, has happened. That's, that's the movie The Tripper. Oh, that they, actually happened. Yeah, yeah, that, that actually happened, Paul. Wait, they didn't call it serial killers? What no, not, not,
0: not, not serial mascots killing people, but somebody dressed as Reagan killing people? I knew, people? That's,
1: that's what I was making a reference to. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I knew that was a thing, but I, I didn't know what the name of the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, it's, it's called I The mean, Tripper. I mean, wearing like serial, dressing like serial mascots and killing people. That has to be out there. I honestly can't believe I'm. The, I'm, I'm sure in the, uh, in,
0: in the lower dirges of, uh, of YouTube. We'll find it. It's, like it's in somebody's basement somewhere. And so I think it's time to uh, drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for wicked little things. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time something in the house doesn't work, take a drink. Number two, every time someone mentions the dark, take a drink. Number three, whenever the mom walks around yelling one of her daughter's names, take a drink. Number four. Anytime someone says the name Mary, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's Killer Kids Month. Anytime a kid kills someone, take a drink.
1: That was another thing I loved about this movie. The uh, little girl has an "quote unquote" imaginary friend named Mary, and the mom finds a picture of, like, of a girl named Mary. It's like, oh my God, she makes this connection. It's like that's a really common name. Uh, uh, that's you didn't really solve anything there. That's like that um. Batman vs. Superman um, movie when Superman randomly says Martha, it's like, oh my god, that's my mother's name too. It's like, really? I think he just went shopping at Kmart. Probably. (laughs) Every time you see someone with blonde hair, take a drink. Every time someone says something melodramatic, take a drink. Every time the kids are eating something or someone, take a drink. And every time Carlton's name is mentioned, take a drink. And those are your ways too. drink away the flick. If you have any comments on this film or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepal. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. If you have a film you, you've made and you'd like us to review it or have an, interv- uh, have an interview on our show, message us and we'll do our best to get to it. As of now, we have dozens of submissions to get through, so if you'd like your review pushed uh, done by a particular date, um, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts and have it boosted to the top of our list. So we've come to the end of week two here at Killer Kids Month on
0: B-Movie Bros. We've seen two movies. Uh, it's time to rank them. For me, it was, it was actually really hard at this point. Um... Number two, I gave to Wicked Little Things. Um, It's a decent movie, um, but it's a very safe movie. Like, nothing jumps out as, like, controversial or outside of the box or anything that hasn't been done before. Number one, Beware Children at Play. It's not a good movie, but for me, it was a fun movie. And for the time period that it was made, they tried to do stuff that really wasn't seen very much. You know, Wicked, by the time *Wicked Little Things* came out in two thousand six, you know, it, it's stuff that's been rehashed. It's stuff that's been done. It was jumping on the zombie bandwagon, and like I said, everything was just kind of done to a safe degree.
1: Yeah, this was uh, difficult. I, I might end up changing my ranking at some point. I don't know. I've, I'll have to think about it a little bit more. But yeah, for number two, I picked *Wicked Little Things*. It looked really nice, but it was so generic so uninteresting and so unoriginal that i i had to put it below beware children at play because while it's like i hate giving credit to you, the edgiest movie ever but at, at least they tried to do something interesting i guess i don't know i I really didn't like that film either, and I'm I'm really hoping that something beats it. Uh, I I I'm gonna hate myself if that wins.
0: So we've still got uh, two weeks left here in uh, Killer Kids Month, or is it or is it three weeks left? Does
1: that say uh, no? No, two no, weeks. Two weeks. Only two. Okay. We don't, we don't have to watch Dick Shark again.
0: So uh, you know, n- let's just get lost in a field of corn and see what happens. You know, next week we'll be watching Children of the Corn. W- which one? I- There's like. Eight or nine or a million of them. I guess we'll just have to roll a die and find out. Oh, boy. So, you (laughs) know. Mystery week. Until next time, friends. Be brave. Be alive. And be back for more.